Super Talk Mississippi media production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com. All right, welcome in. Good morning to Mike in the morning on one of these days. You know, we get these every so often where something big happens, something uh, significant like in the national sports world that pertains or at least can come right back local here to Mississippi. What a day. Dak Prescott, news broke right at the end of the radio show yesterday that he was signing a mega blockbuster deal to remain the quarterback with the Cowboys. The Dak contract debate that lasted two years, basically, is now over. So welcome in. I'm always glad that you guys are with me. We're going to be talking about that today. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Dak Prescott and his contract with the Dallas Cowboys, it is a big one. It is the biggest one, unless you are Patrick Mahomes. And his signing bonus is the biggest ever. So, um just what a what a story, and it's just been so uh, exhausting, really, to talk about this over and over and over again without any kind of resolution, finding new angles, new ways to discuss Dak and his contract. Now we can actually discuss the contract itself. Signed it yesterday. Well, hasn't signed it yet. Actually, they're going to franchise tag him just as a formality. That's all it is, just a formality, um, so they can you know iron out the actual contract, but. The, today was the deadline, and they agreed on it yesterday. So if you see a report later that says Dak Prescott's on the franchise tag, it's not contradictory. It's procedural. Um, the deal has been done, and it's locked in. It's over. Before we get into all that, first, a, a couple of quick things. One, um, subscribe to the podcast. Search Mike in the Morning in iTunes, my name, and Spotify, wherever you get it. Search it there uh, and leave a rating and a review. Also, follow me on YouTube. I have my YouTube channel up. Just search Michael Borky, my name, right there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. This gets uploaded live every day. Original content will be coming there besides this as well. Also, Facebook, Twitter, uh, on social media, follow me there. If you're listening in podcast form, this is on stream every morning, like I said, on YouTube. Also, Periscope and Facebook Live. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get into it. The nuts and bolts of the contract for Dak Prescott, $160 million, which I guess has incentives that can bring him up to $162 million. Uh, over four years, $126 million guaranteed. $126 million guaranteed for Dak Prescott. It's a huge, huge deal. Um, $66 million to sign. Like I said, that is the biggest signing bonus Ever when you look at the other signing bonuses in NFL history, Russell Wilson's a million behind Dak at sixty-five. Aaron Rodgers was fifty-seven and a half. Matt Stafford was fifty. Matt Ryan was forty-six and a half. Joe Flacco got a forty million dollars signing bonus, and Aaron Donald was forty. Dak Prescott in year one will make seventy-five million dollars in the first three years of his deal. First three years of his deal, he'll make forty-two million dollars per year. That is just under exactly what Dak was asking for. It is just under Patrick Mahomes' money, which is what 
they were asking. And like you say, yeah, they had to pay him the salary is the problem, but $66 million to sign a piece of paper. Isn't that just mind-blowing? He will sign his contract. And the second pen meets paper, I mean, I'm, I'm fake writing on my notes right here. The second he does that, $66 million richer for signing his name. And it's just, it's unfathomable. But that is what Dak is getting paid from the Cowboys. Now, there's two different elements at play here when it comes to reacting to something like this. I'm going to be a little bit more measured, I think, than most people you'll get out here. There's two sides to this. There's the human element, and then there's the football element. I'm going to start with the human element first. Um, With what he's been through, I I think you, you love to see stuff like this. With what Dak Prescott has been through with... Uh, the loss of multiple family members, including his mother. Um, His story and and what he's overcome and his adversity in his life to become this kind of player, to sign this kind of contract. You saw uh, a picture of he and his brother hugging yesterday that was out on Twitter. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, There's the human side of these things that kind of gets lost. And knowing his story and and what he's been through and the adversity he has faced in his life, you love to see stuff like this. I mean, this is the kind of story. This is why you love sports. This is why we romanticize over them so much because a guy like him going through what he's gone through, uh, really a nobody recruit. He's from Louisiana, but LSU doesn't think he's a quarterback. Nobody really wants him. He goes to Mississippi State and becomes a Heisman contender, uh, has his team ranked number one in the country at one point and then becomes the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys uh, after being drafted in the mid-rounds and now is the second richest player in the history of the sport. This kind of story, the human side of this story, is why you love sports so much, why I love sports so much. To to have this story um, completely unscripted is why I love it. It's why you love it. And, of course, there's the obvious connection to Mississippi. Having a guy... Uh, who played his college ball right here in the state to become the quarterback of the Cowboys just in general and then sign a contract like this, uh, of course, is a great story for us, right? In the content business, especially in the content business currently in Mississippi, uh, it's pretty good that Dak Prescott is the quarterback of the Cowboys and then just signed this kind of a contract. Uh, It's really significant. Football-wise, though, um, I think it's a different story. The human element, you love to see it. You really, I mean, I, I love to see it. I think it's a, it's a great story and a guy that, that deserves success with what he's been through, what he's overcome, where he came from, and how nobody believed in him really at any level. I mean, he wasn't – nobody really wanted him out of high school. And then even out of college, he was a mid-round pick. And a lot of people just said he should try out to play tight end and he'll never be quarterback. And then he steps in in Dallas. And, yeah, well, you know, it, he's not that good. And it, it just at every level, there's been – there's been doubt. So it's a great story. But football-wise, going to be honest with you, it's a bad deal. Great for Dak. He got literally everything that he wanted. Everything. And then, and then some, even. So good for him. And his agent did a great job with this. Um, they somehow created leverage for themselves. Great deal for Dak. Obviously, I mean, he's getting paid a a boatload of money. He got everything he asked for. His agent's probably really happy today, and I'm sure he's calling some prospective clients and he's got a better pitch for him. Great deal for Dak. Bad deal for the Cowboys. This is a bad deal. 
most importantly, I think it exposes Jerry Jones as a bad general manager. I mean, if you weren't convinced over the last 20 years or, or so when the Cowboys have really just not been that good, they haven't been consistent, the rosters haven't been deep and talented, um, if that didn't convince you, this could have been done sooner. It could have been done cheaper. And he caved completely to Prescott and his agent in their demands. What was the delay? If you were always going to commit to him at this kind of level, you could have saved yourself some money and time and frustration and done this in 2019. You could have done this then and saved yourself money and a lot of headache. But instead, he was noncommittal and he slapped the franchise tag on him and just handed all the leverage to Prescott and his agent and he got had. Jerry Jones got had in this deal. He delayed, he delayed, he was noncommittal, and at the end of the day, he still caved anyway and gave him a bigger deal than he was originally asking for. This is an exposure of Jerry Jones. That's the most important thing to me here. If I was a Cowboys fan and you weren't already convinced that Jerry may not be the best general manager in the world, this exposed Jerry Jones. You did not have to pay this much for your quarterback. He would have taken less, and you could have done this sooner. Instead, you were noncommittal, dragged your feet, slapped the tag on him, and then you ended up paying him $42 million a year anyway. But the guaranteed money through the roof and a $66 million signing bonus. This is an exposure of Jerry Jones. Dak Prescott was willing to take less money not long ago, and you wouldn't commit to him. And then you end up committing to him and giving him all this money. And then people spin it as, oh, well, Jerry Jones always gets his guy. No, this is a bad deal, and this is an exposure of Jerry Jones. He dragged his feet, and he got had. And good for Dak and his agent for taking advantage, but Jerry Jones got had in this deal. They He got had. And, uh, again, maybe this is why Dallas has been so bad for you know a couple decades now, is maybe they're not being run by the best general manager in the world. This deal could have been done sooner. This deal could have been done cheaper. And yet here we are, $42 million a year later, more than Russell Wilson, more than Deshaun Watson, more than Aaron Rodgers, more than Tom Brady, more than everybody in the NFL not named Patrick Mahomes. You could have gotten this done cheaper, and you didn't. You failed, and you caved anyway. That is bad general managing from Jerry Jones and Dallas. And as much as I like Dak, and I do, I mean, I really do, he's not worth number two money. At this point, you had to pay him that if you wanted to keep him because you're not going to tag him again. There's no chance that if you slap the franchise tag on him again, there's no shot that you were keeping him. There's no way. So, at least in my opinion, and a lot of people uh, agree with that, I think that him getting tagged twice would have guaranteed that he would have shopped himself on the free market. Well, I mean, that that's all but guaranteed. But he's not worth number two money. Number two money at $42 million a year comes with um, special implications, right? I mean, when you look at the guys that are that he's uh, among right now, he's a step behind Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes can win games basically by himself. He's got a great roster around him. That's why he's winning a Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy that elevates a team to a level that no other quarterback could. Russell Wilson uh, is another guy that, especially a couple years ago, put Seattle on his back, basically by himself. The roster around him was bad, and they still won a playoff game. Is 
Dak that guy. Maybe you think he is. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a top 10-ish quarterback in the NFL, but not number two. And you hamstring yourself to deals like this, and you've seen it already in the NFL, where teams, and don't get me wrong here, I would much rather have Dak Prescott over Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. So let's not get that confused. But those deals were were very quarterback-friendly and not team-friendly. And both of those teams regretted it and ended up shopping their guy. Again, I, I know, I believe that Dak is better. But when you give a deal like this, it's supposed to be to a guy that you know, that you know can win with limitations around you as a roster. And that hasn't happened yet. It still can, but it hasn't happened yet. A couple of your comments before I move on. One, uh, I don't love it for the Cowboys. You say they're in a win-now position like the Rams and the Rams have more pieces. That's the next thing, is Dallas has to get better on defense. And luckily for Dallas, the cap hit this year is like, what is it, $19 million? Uh, so there's some room to, to navigate here for Dallas to add some pieces. Um, and I agree with you. He's a good quarterback. I think he's a very good quarterback. Not $42 million good. Uh, will you say, I don't think this deal will look so bad once Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson get their contracts. Yeah, there's some truth to that, man. I saw people say that uh, Josh Allen's deal is going to be sandwiched in between Dax and Patrick Mahomes. And I thought, look, I mean, Josh Allen was very good this year, and he's probably going to have another really good year. But are you really? I mean, uh, salary cap going up or not? I, I saw somebody suggest that Jer- Jerry Jones, actually, he really knows that the new TV deal is just going to skyrocket the salary cap. And this deal is not going to look so bad by then, but it's not going to happen this year. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's not going to just jump through the roof next year. And since it's only a four-year deal, you're back to the negotiating table four years from now with Dak Prescott when he's still probably in his prime at, I think, 31 years old. So this is not a Patrick Mahomes deal where you got a decade out of it. It's four years. Like I said before, Dak got everything he wanted. He got the money, he got the guaranteed money, he got the signing bonus, he got the prestige of being the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and he only had to sign for four years. So when he's still in his prime, he gets to go back to the negotiating table or enter free agency as long as he's healthy, knock on wood, as long as he's healthy, he's back to the table. That's why I think Jerry Jones got had here. Dak conceded nothing. In this deal, nothing. He got everything he wanted and then some, everything he wanted. And salary cap going up or not, Josh Allen's contract, which will be too much, and Lamar Jackson's contract, which will be too much also. And I I think you're right, Will. I mean, we will look at it differently um, when those two guys sign. However, this is a contract for Super Bowl winners. This is a contract. Now that Dak has to prove it, and I know his numbers have been good. They've been really good, and the teams around him haven't been great, but you guys know as much as I do how we judge quarterbacks. What was the criticism of Matt Stafford? Well, he's not winning enough. Some people put in there that, yeah, he's been surrounded by organizational incompetence for so long, but, yeah, he's not winning enough. This is a contract, if you're Dak Prescott, that you have to deliver now. 
If you're the Cowboys, this you have to deliver now. This has to be, if you're paying $42 million a year for your quarterback, you better make the playoffs. Start there. You better make an NFC championship appearance. That has to happen. If not, I mean, I already think it's not a good deal and it exposes Jerry, but, I mean, it's a bad deal if this doesn't turn into results. Big time, like, NFC championship going to a Super Bowl in the next four years results. That's what has to happen because mega contracts for quarterbacks has not worked lately. Jared Goff got shipped off. Carson Wentz got shipped off. Deshaun Watson, I mean, Houston's not winning. Sean Watson wants out. Russell Wilson wants out. He'll probably end up staying in Seattle, but he wants out. Mahomes right now is the only mega contract that's worked out. And I think he's a unique individual. I mean, you guys do too. That's not some kind of some kind of hot take or strong opinion. Patrick Mahomes is unique in that that mega contract is not as hampering because he is so different and so unique in his ability to elevate a team the way that I don't think Prescott can, the way that I don't think even a Deshaun Watson can. I think that there, Mahomes is just on a level that even the great Deshaun Watson is not on, that Prescott's not on, that even Russell Wilson's not on. There are tiers, man, and Mahomes is on one uh, ahead above everybody else. So this better work. The pressure now is on Dallas. The pressure's on Jerry Jones. The pressure's on Dak Prescott. You, you better deliver now. This needs to turn into playoff appearances. This needs to turn into... MVP caliber seasons. It needs to turn into winning. And also Dallas better figure out their situation on defense. <laughs> They've got to get better defensively or none of this is going to matter. I, again, I, I'm really happy for him. Uh, he's been through so much. And it's the kind of story that, that you're just so gravitated towards. Um, so I can't help but be happy for the guy. However, Jerry Jones got exposed. It's a bad deal for Dallas. It's an overpayment. They could have avoided this. He would have taken less money not long ago, but they dragged their feet. They gave Prescott and his agent all the leverage, and now they're overpaying for a very good but not not at the elite of the elite level quarterback. Can't help but be happy for him, though. His agent's a boss, man. I mean, just own Jerry Jones in this deal. Uh, you're going to see so much spin today about Jerry got his guy. No, you know Jerry was forced to get his guy because he gave all the leverage to his guy. This wasn't one of those situations where Jerry just had to have him. No, he dragged his feet and he got had. Good for Dak. Really good for Dak. That's one less team also, too, that's uh, in the running for Russell Wilson. I mean, you wonder uh, you wonder if Dallas would ever even actually inquire. I mean, now looking at this, I wonder if they even made a phone call to Seattle. But there goes one of Russell Wilson's destinations. One of you says Dallas overpaid big time. I, I mean, you just better freaking win. I mean, that <laughs> I keep saying that because, okay, you want to pay him 42 mil. You want to hamstring yourselves a little bit the next few years. Not this one. Uh, the cap is friendly to Dallas and Prescott this year. But if you're going to pay this kind of money, it needs to turn to results. The pressure, everything, is now on Prescott to produce. 
I think he can if they get better defensively. I saw somebody yesterday say, uh, this is what happens when you have to watch Andy Dalton play quarterback for half a season. (laughs) You give Prescott a contract that you don't think he deserves, but my God, as long as he's not Andy Dalton, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, There's some truth to that uh, for sure. But uh, what a day. What an exciting day. We're going to talk about this. Um, And you're right, all their cap future in three players. And one of them is a running back. Uh, Boy, that Zeke Elliott deal is just so bad. It was never good. You don't need to pay running backs like that anyway. And I know the Saints are going to do it to Alvin Kamara. But on top of the fact that you don't pay running backs like that, or you shouldn't anyway, if you look at the last few Super Bowl winning running backs, look at their salaries. Leonard Fournette was the highest paid. The highest paid recent Super Bowl winning running back, and he's making $2 million a year. You, you don't need to pay running backs like that to have success. And they're tied into this massive deal with a running back who, while a good player, he's got issues, and he's a distraction, and he's making wrong headlines. He's done it every offseason. Every, I mean, for the last few years in the offseason, Zeke Elliott's been a story. Not in a good way. And you're you're tied to so much money in him. You're tied to so much money in your quarterback. And yet you have a defense that's abysmal. Luckily, the cap's friendly to them this year. But down the road, uh, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I'm really happy for Dak. Jerry Jones got exposed. I spent 20 minutes on that line. That's all I needed to say. Very happy for Dak. Jerry Jones got exposed. That's what happened yesterday. There's a reason the Cowboys have been a dumpster fire for the last many years. They haven't won anything of value for a long time. There's a reason why. We'll see if he can produce. I hope he can. I really hope he can. We'll spend more time on this in the radio show this afternoon, of course. Uh, Again, don't forget to uh, find the YouTube channel and subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and a review. I have had audio issues have not liked at all uh, my setup and, and the sounds it's picking up and stuff. It's just frustrated the heck out of me. I think I've got them resolved enough to where it's bearable. So hopefully you guys are uh, not having too much trouble listening to this. Uh, but I'm always thankful that you're watching. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Uh, Dak Prescott, rich, rich man now. Good for him. Really good for him. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow at 8. And if you don't listen to the radio show this afternoon, anyway. But I'll talk to you guys tomorrow at 8. Y'all have a good one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.